Welcome to Gain That Tune. What's going on, everybody? It is Game That Tune in the house once again. It is your boy John Harrington here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And we've got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, fellas. Uh, welcome to the show. This is uh, Game That Tune, the internet's one and only video game music guessing game show. And if you're just joining us for the first time, what we're going to do is listen to some video game music. We've each got three songs from a game. We've got a little bit of trivia. We're going to try and guess the games based on the songs. Winner at the end of the night gets to pick the theme for the next episode. And uh, let's see, who was that winner last night? Or last week? Crap, I'm in a time warp. Uh, I believe that was Mr. David Fleming. That and, is uh, correct. David, What's the theme you pick for tonight's show, man? Uh, games made or published by Konami. So any game with the Konami logo. Hey, look at that. <laughs> yeah, so uh, games made by Konami, published by Konami. It's a Konami night. Um, a, a much-loved company. all Everyone's favorite video game publishing company, quite frankly. Um we all have high opinions of Konami. They've got a you know immaculate record. Uh, people don't trust a company with an immaculate record. They've uh, they've never never deviated from the formula. They've been fantastic throughout video game history and the world, and, particularly uh, in modern times. Oh yes, modern Konami uh, is uh, just fantastic and uncontroversial. Um, and it's nice, man. They sent us a couple of extra buttons for our uh, calculating computer, so it's uh, it should be booting up here now. And we got the you know, so it's now the calculating patchy slot machine. Let me see what these buttons do. This one says big bonus. Big bonus. All right, cool. <laughs> and uh, this one just says regular bonus. <laughs> Regular bonus. Awesome. That's good. I'm so happy that it actually says regular bonus, and it's not just like bonus. Regular bonus. Yes, it's a regular bonus. <laughs> so, uh, oh, it's gonna be a noisy That's fucking so night good. tonight. Oh god. Um, yeah, we got uh, you know five great games. We've got a we, you know can't wait to see what the fan request is tonight. And, uh, you know, I think we just got to jump into it, man. So, Johnny, start us off with game one. Game one.
All right, guys. So this is my game, but it also came in as a request after I'd already picked it uh, from a Damien B. He sent this in to GameThatTune at gmail.com. And I do want to thank you for getting the request, even though it's not really, you know, using it as my game tonight. That is but, Patreon super fan tier producer Damien oh. Beckles to you, sir. Oh, <laughs> I did not realize that. <laughs> That is why I was telling you you should listen to that request. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see here. Uh, this game used a... Um, you know, that tree is going to give it away. <laughs> so <laughs> this game was subject to some censorship. It came out before the ESRB existed. Uh, and Nintendo did not want violence in their games back then, as we're all aware. So they ordered all depictions of blood and gore to be changed or removed, or, or I'm sorry, to be removed or changed to purple ooze. You guys uh, got some answers? I feel less confident in my answer now, but I do. Oh, really? I feel supremely confident in this answer. Ooh. Let's see here. David says Batman Returns, which is sadly incorrect. John and Jesse both say Zombies Ate My Neighbors. And that is correct. That was Konami? It was published by Konami. Published by Konami. I forget who developed it. LucasArts. Oh, that's right. You motherfucker. Come on, man. That's the whole, like, that was the trivia. <laughs> man. Um, yeah. Like, I mean, I, par, par, I didn't pay attention to that at the time, but yeah, like, this this has LucasArts written all over it. <laughs> yeah, now yeah. that you say that. Yeah, I was about to read off the, oh, the ZAMN game engine. I'm like, wait, I'm pretty sure that it's Sanctuary <laughs> Zombies Ate My Neighbors. I should probably <laughs> find a different piece of trivia. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just weird because, You'll- like, that... One of those songs sounded very Danny Elfman-esque, and, like, censoring a game by taking blood out kind of seems like something you'd put in a Batman beat-em-up. Hmm. God help me if we started off the episode about Konami with Johnny picking a comic book game after last <laughs> week. Like, if <laughs> if we amazing. could establish that Johnny's always one week late to a theme and somehow also meets the new theme, that that would be pretty great. You know, <laughs> Work on that, Johnny. Good God, Some Johnny. bitch. <laughs> Missed opportunity, but it's all right. Because Zombies Ate My Neighbors is a fucking dope game. Um, 
I played the shit out of it, man. Do you have in front of you, do, do you have any idea how many levels there are in this game? <laughs> no, I don't. It's a, I'm guessing it's a lot. Oh yeah, it's a shit ton, and I don't know how many there are, because I never got anywhere close to, like, beating all of them back when I was a kid. Because, you know, it was hard, and there was, like, serious passwords, and I was bad about writing down passwords. I feel like if this was the kind of game with, like, autosave nowadays, it'd be, like, the kind of game I would marathon through in a couple of weeks, you know? Like, especially if, oh god, if this was on, like, the Switch, and I could just be, like, playing it, take it to bed with me, shoot a, shoot a couple more zombies, you know, autosave, go to sleep, pick it up the next day at the next level, like, oh, this, this game would just be a snack. But, this is uh, the exact type of game that should be on the Switch, because you pop off those Joy-Cons and boom, two players. That's what I'm saying, yeah. and you know the control the controls weren't so complicated that you needed uh, like SNES controls. It was a pretty simple game, man. Uh, you run around, you know, uh, you got a, a guy and a girl, a bunch of weapons, a bunch of zombies, a couple of neighbors. Got to save the neighbors. It's not all you know. You got to make sure those zombies don't eat those neighbors. That's uh. I was gonna say you got a game, you man. got a couple neighbors. <laughs> zombies ate them. Yeah, exactly. As, a couple as the neighbors title suggests. Oh, is it like finally I'm finally, under, I'm finally understanding why I was always so bad at this game. I always encourage the zombies to eat the neighbors. Yeah. You're Here not supposed Look, this, to do that. Yeah, is there's it, zombies all over the place, and this guy's grilling. Please eat him. He's an idiot. <laughs> is it You're like clearly uh, hungry. Wilson or like Mr. Feeney or one of those kind of neighbors? Oh, that should be the lightning round, John. Why didn't you get a lightning round together of famous neighbors? Oh. <laughs> Ned Flanders. Wilson, one. Mr. Feeney, Ned Flanders. Uh. Urkel. Oh See, yeah, yeah Urkel. Stop, give, stop giving away the lightning round I'm gonna make up during the next song. <laughs> I feel oh, like fucking, uh, the Simpsons should have made a version of this. Door? Yeah. There should have been a version of this Zombies Ate My Flanders. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like just you one killed level the zombie like, Flanders. Yeah. He was a zombie? <laughs> Move on to level two. <laughs> it's just that uh, joke every level. <laughs> he was a zombie. Every game you just have to find zombie Flanders and kill him. <laughs> Like, no, it's just every level is a different famous TV zombie. Like, you get to level four and it's zombie Wilson from Home Improvement like, Oh my god, the zombie's coming! Actually, did you know that zombie is a Caribbean term, which dates back to <laughs> oh the- Oh god, yeah, he's always on the other side of that fence. But see, no, and then there's always a secret zombie Flanders hidden in the level that you have to kill. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> you, get, you get to the zombie Flanders, you kill it, it says you killed the zombie Flanders. And, uh, you know, it's, it writes itself. <laughs> this TV zombie neighbor game. Uh, definitely, definitely a thing that should happen. But no, um, so who here has played this? I, I feel like it's just me and Jesse based on it. No, Jesse, no? <laughs> no, sorry. I actually played I it briefly. It. Very briefly. Ugh, that's crazy. It's Johnny, like, I, ran, did you, I, I played it on the second Genesis way back when. I mean, yeah, that's, I was going to say, it's the same game. There is no difference. <laughs> but, uh... Did you enjoy it? I mean, come on. It's it's a great two-player game. Like, me and my brother played a lot of this. And I can just imagine you and your little sister playing some fucking Zombies Ate My Neighbors back in the day and her not going for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it, it was it's a lot of fun. It's a good two-player game. But, yeah, my main problem was back then, um, I tended to focus on single-player games. I didn't have a lot of Sega Genesis playing friends, you know? Like, yeah. they'd come over and be like, this isn't Super Nintendo. Right. <laughs> God, did you hang out with a bunch of jerks? <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of jerk friends when I was in, like, elementary school. <laughs> uh, glad you moved uh, once you got to middle school and made some good friends. 
you know, because uh, sure that's I what did. it's all about, man. Yeah. <laughs> we're all right. Yeah. See, One thing I, I can say, we've never played Zombies Ate My Neighbors together. So. <laughs> How See, good friends I, are we, really? <laughs> ironically enough, um, despite me never owning a Super Nintendo, I've actually played this game a lot. I remember there was um, a neighborhood kid who had a Super Nintendo, and that's how I mostly played, like, Super Mario World and whatnot. And then I remember playing Super Mario World, Super Mario Kart, and Star Fox. Like, those were the three games that stuck out. But uh, Mm. they definitely had Zombies Ate My Neighbors, and I played this game quite a bit when I was a kid. And I kind of loved it, especially, like, the really weird, like, 50s B-movie shit going on in this game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's got the it's got that aesthetic, man. And that's uh, that's I guess that's really the only thing I point to, and I'm like, that's Lucas Arts. <laughs> like, they got that '50s B movie aesthetic into a Super Nintendo game, and you know, because besides that, it's not a whole lot, you know, in common with anything else they've done. But it just uh, when you look back, it's like, oh, Lucas Arts developed it. Yeah, that tracks. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was one yeah. of those things where it's like, this was a Konami game. It was developed by Lucas Arts. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, there's a real lack of hamsters and microwaves in this game. I mean, there's still some cool shit, though. I mean, I'm trying to remember it, because it, it all kind of melds together after a while. I'm telling you, there's a fuck ton of levels. Uh, I think there's they each 48. have, like, a... F- 48? I looked it up. Okay, well, yeah, that, you know, to me as a kid, that was a fuck ton. I could probably do that nowadays. Uh, yeah, especially with <laughs> save states and whatnot. And God, seriously, the days of writing down passwords were not my finest days. Especially the games that had like picture passwords, like oh. uh, Aladdin on the SNES. It's like your password is Abu Jafar Jasmine Tiger, and it's like, man, I don't have time to write all that down. That's one of those things like <laughs> sticking to the Super Nintendo. I hated about Mega Man Seven. It's like here's your password. It's a four by four grid of. Mega Man, Dr. Wily, a Ooh. Met roll. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I don't nah, have time you know, to draw all these. <laughs> seriously, it needs to be the Mega Man X password, which is 12 numbers, or it needs to be like the Mega Man 3 password, which is just like four dots on a grid. Like, you know, A1, B6, C2, D5, done. You're at Wily's castle. Like, <laughs> done. You, know. you sunk the battleship. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> 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 Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, fuck, where did I, I got off on that password tangent, I forgot what we were gonna say. <laughs> You're talking about Aladdin? Yeah. Never beating Zombies Ain't My Neighbors, cause, oh. uh, you know, Oh, yeah, passwords. cause I never wrote down passwords, and the game got really hard, but yeah, the, the levels were cool, I mean, there was the neighborhood, there was, like, a mall, um, and, like, I guess every few levels there'd be kind of like a boss level, one I definitely remember was you had to kill a giant baby, um, yeah. Dude. I was going to say, when you were talking about about the levels, like, I don't remember anything past the neighborhood, and I think it's because the giant baby was the boss of the neighborhood, and I could never get past the giant baby. Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty good. Uh, The giant baby is just stomping around, it can, like, stomp you flat, and you gotta, you know, shoot it with stuff and find the right items, and it doesn't kill it, eventually it just shrinks, and you rescue the baby. That's the only, like, that's, like, the only neighbor to rescue in that level. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. And... You know, like that it was about rescuing people. I don't know. You know, I don't even remember if there's like. I feel like you could move on even if you didn't. Like, the, you know, the zombies would eat somebody, and like you just lose them, and like you don't get full points for that level. But like, you either you know, either let all the neighbors die, or you rescue them all, and you get to move on. So I mean, it was fun either way. Uh, <laughs> but your entire neighborhood's been destroyed. 
moving yeah. on. All right, cool. A door just appeared. I'm going to walk through it. It's like it's been destroyed. It's not like you can rebuild it. You may as well just keep going. Yeah, like, you're a fucking oh, well. kid. On to the next neighborhood. <laughs> but, uh, David, so you played a lot. What were your favorite items in the game? Um, I definitely remember the soda can, which was basically like a grenade. Grenades, yeah. <laughs> like you shook it up and threw it, and then it exploded. Loved and it. <laughs> I remember thinking it was weird because, like, your main weapon was, like, a water gun, yeah, it but it was somehow, gun. like, a machine gun version. It wasn't, like, a tiny little pistol. It was, like, an Uzi water gun. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's that B-movie aesthetic. Seriously, how many cool water guns did they have in movies that never acted like that in real life? I mean, you know. It's, uh, you know, if it was a real-life thing and you had a super soaker, there'd be a lot of time spent, like, mashing the Y button to pump it up, and then you get, like, one good <laughs> out of it, and then, you know, oh, shit, the zombies are coming again. <laughs> this, this was a mistake. All right, well, I sprayed down one. Yeah. All right, cool. No, he's not dead, though. It's, you know, zombies aren't yeah. affected by squirt guns. This oh, the, crap. These aren't the aliens See? from signs. Yeah. You do uh, what I do as a kid. You stay in the pool. You pull the hose out of the super soaker tank and just stick it in the pool. Oh, Boom, yeah. Boom, you always have water. Right. Um, just can't leave the pool. But yeah, <laughs> fucking, um, what was it? Yeah, because it was funny, because it was like, you'd have like soda cans and squirt guns. And I think you'd like whip tomatoes at, at them. Uh, and then like eventually you got like a cross that would like surround you with like a holy barrier and I believe one of the items was just called Pandora's box and it was like a one-time use item and it just nuked the whole screen so uh, you know it's just like oh okay yeah this uh, this game's all over the place and I love it <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm just um I pulled up a, a list of items you could get in this game uh, one run them of these down. things is not like the other <laughs> Weed whackers, explosive soda cans, ice pops, tomatoes, silverware, dishes, ancient crucifixes. There you Wait, go. What? <laughs> I forgot yeah. about the weed whacker. I always loved that as a pot potential item because my dad would never let me touch the weed whacker because I would probably fucking hit somebody with it. Like, it's, you don't uh, have ancient crucifixes in that drawer next to your silverware drawer, the ancient crucifix drawer? No, that's you know that's your weird neighbor who got turned into a zombie. <laughs> you got to go into his house and find that ancient crucifix. <laughs> I don't know. That might have been a Gainesville thing. That was always where we kept like the rubber bands and the duct tape. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't keep ancient crucifixes in that drawer. Yeah, I got like oh, candles out. You know, candles for when the power's out, and also ancient crucifixes in case there's a zombie attack on the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> gotta have that safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, awesome game, man. Uh, you know, fun soundtrack, fun game. Uh, you know, it, pick it up if you have the chance. If you want to, you know, get a really fun two-player game. I, I don't know if I recommend playing it one player. I mean, it's fine, but it, it does get significantly harder playing one player versus two. And uh, Johnny, is there anything else on Zombies Ate My Neighbors? No, I think that about covers it. Hell yeah, man! Here you go. Game two. There we go. Nice.
All right. So, we all know that this game's title refers to the, uh, to the Player One ship in the game, but my question for you guys is, what's the name of Player Two's ship? How's everybody feeling? I feel good. Good. Have you been playing your Nintendo Switch NES online service? Uh, no, I have not. Okay, so Jesse says Life Force, which is unfortunately incorrect. Because John Regan and David both get it. It's Twin B! Man. And uh, I've I, got, I've yeah, got an I know, answer man. to I'm that second. To it. Okay, okay, I got okay. a lot going on here, David. You know, fucking, you know, just slow that roll. Uh, <laughs> you know, they both also got the uh, the bonus trivia question correct. Uh, the name of the first ship is Twin B, and when you play in two player, you get Win B. So, uh, <laughs> you know, that's really really sharp writing there. Congratulations, fellas. That big bonus. You get the big bonus, and uh, we're talking Twin B. Man, twin B, what a Win B. Twin B, Win B. What, what's worse, Twin B, Win B, or Bimmy Jimmy? Mmm. See. Um, twin B, Bimmy Win B, because it seems intentional. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like Bimmy and Jimmy because it's hilarious and stupid and totally an accident. Twin B, Win B is just like, I don't know, man. What do you call this? Like, Twin, twin B and Twin C? No, <laughs> no. Wit. Hmm. Hmm. See, I like Quimby. I like Twin. I like Twinby Winby because it seems like somebody making a play on words like Twinby. Okay, well, like Winby and all that. Bimmy and Jimmy. Just what the fuck is Bimmy? Possible <laughs> a twi- episode title. Hey, he's, he's Jimmy's brother. He's Jimmy's brother, Bimmy. I like saying Twin B. Windy real quick. That definitely sounds like some kind of like British candy for school children. Yeah, you know? yeah it does, actually. 
<laughs> would you like a Twitby with me? Yeah, in your fanny. Um, <laughs> Whoa, that's not what that, that is means. definitely a candy in the Harry Potter universe. Uh, oh, God. No more British accents. I can't. Oh, it gives me a headache trying to do a British accent. Um, so, yeah, man. Who's uh, who's played Twin B? Again, David, you haven't been playing your NES Switch or Nintendo Switch like NES online service. Uh, I have not played this on the NES Switch online service. I have played the 3D Classics version on the Nintendo 3DS. Ooh, I bet that's dope. Um, imagine Twinbee, but like with a vague sense of scale. That's you know what I'm talking about, because the vague sense of scale intrigues me. Because this game's pretty straightforward. You're flying a, a ship, Twinbee, or if you're playing a, uh, again with friends, Twinby and Winby. Twinby, Winby. Um, Quimby? And, you know, Qu uh, Chief Quimby. Uh, I'm sorry, Mayor, um, Mayor I Quimby. don't want any British Damn candy, it, but thank you. <laughs> Chief Quimby. Chief Quimby. <laughs> You're flying two ships. Right. Wake them and pick them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you know, you're shooting shit, and you shoot shit in front of you, and you also occasionally have to drop a bomb on the ground. And I would imagine that dropping bombs on the ground is slightly more satisfying with a little bit of depth. I mean, it's fun. <laughs> Don't hold me in suspense. How satisfying is it? <laughs> I was like, was that a sound cue? I was like, did he no, that was David. That was. I was obviously a sound cue, like, <laughs> dropping bombs in, like, 3D space is fun, right? Yeah, just throw a whole bunch of them at the same time. We'll get it. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna go nuts, man. It's it's Apache slot machine. This whole this whole show's an Apache slot thing. Everything's supposed to sound crazy and nutty. Um, yeah, no, Twin B. It's pretty uh, straightforward shooter. You, you shoot straightforward. You occasionally drop bombs on the ground. Like I said, I thought that would be cool with a little bit of depth, but uh, judging by David's reaction, it's just okay. Um, I mean, I've played it briefly on the like NES. The, uh, uh, the 3D Classics line, like, it was fun, but it only added, like, a slight bit of depth. It wasn't, like, world-changing or whatnot. So, you know, when you're playing Twinbee, which already is a very cute, colorful game and everything, it's like, oh, you drop a bombs, and they kind of, like, instead of detonating two seconds later in little pixel explosions, like, you actually kind of see the thing fall slightly before exploding. I mean, it doesn't add right. a whole lot to it. No, that's the thing. You can't really add much depth to the game. It's a 1986 fucking shooter game for arcades and NES. There's not much to really deepen. Um, but, yeah, I, I feel like a couple little flourishes like that would be cool. But, uh, yeah, it's... Uh it's cool, and it, it's on the uh, it's on the NES Switch. Uh, I keep saying NES Switch. It's on the Nintendo Switch online service uh, NES thing, and uh, it's fun to just kind of be handed that for paying the twenty dollars for the year. I know a lot of people have been complaining about that, and like it's you know the selection of games currently isn't really blowing my hair back, but it's like, well, fuck it, I'll give Twinbee a shot. Oh look, this is perfectly cute. You know, just flying around a ship, shooting clouds, and uh, cute little enemies. It's like a, it's uh, uh, it's a cute em up. It is, is a cute em up, yeah. man. It's literally one of the earliest cute em ups. And, uh, That's one of the things that I like about it. It's like, you know, so many scrolling shooters are set in space or war. It's like, it's it's nice to have something that's a bit more, you know, lighthearted and charming. 
See, the, my problem with the cute em up genre, in, you know, specifically in Twinbee, is that I'm not clear on why I'm doing any of this. Like, I don't know why I'm, you know, throwing, like, bombs on these nice little cartoon houses or <laughs> shooting these little, uh, little fruit-shaped enemies or whatever. It's like, this is nice, but, like... What's my motivation here? <laughs> like, you, you ask so many more questions about the games you play than I do. I'm just saying, I'm like, yeah, the, the space setting makes sense. It's like you're a fuck. It's like Star Wars. You're in fucking space. You shoot shit. Shit blows up. That makes sense. War makes sense. I know what to do in war. You drop bombs and you shoot shit. But like, I'm not clear on what is going on in Twin B. I'm not clear. If, like, you're flying up like the coastline. And, like, shooting, you get power-ups by shooting clouds, you shoot a bunch of cute little enemies, and occasionally you drop bombs. Did I drop a bomb on, like, a civilian's house? Is this Earth? You know, what's happening in Twin B? I don't know. You definitely play this way differently than I do. When I play games like this, it's like, what you doing? Drop bombs? Why? I don't know. Yeah, no, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm shrugging, but, like... Just doing it. Exactly. That's the thing. It's just compulsive. It's like, I've got to drop the bombs. There's a house down there that clearly needs a bomb to get dropped on it. I have to do it. You know, don't ask any questions. I love the idea of the two Johns being set in like separate rooms with a copy of Twinbee. Like, all right, John Harrington, here's this game. You're gonna you're gonna fly through. You're gonna shoot these fruit. You're gonna drop bombs on some houses. Like, but <laughs> why? What have they, what have they done to deserve this? Am, am I the bad guy? What's the situation here? All right, John Regan, you're gonna fly through here. You're gonna shoot some little fruit and drop some bombs. Okay. Yeah. No. See, <laughs> really, step out of ya. All my motivation could be cleared up just by calling the game "Shoot the Fruit." If yeah, you know, if it was, you know, it just called Twin B. I'm like, so wait, they have what's... a game like that on phones called Fruit Ninja. Yeah, I know. I know what the motivation of that game is. You slice the fruit. Like, it's pretty straightforward. But uh, yeah, you know, it's just I don't know. They, you know, obviously, you can't tell a whole you know story in a scrolling NES shooter uh, in 1986. Nobody cared to. But it, you know, it's just uh, I don't know, man. It, it's uh, it's fun. I like it. I intend to play more of it because it's just sitting there on my Switch. I didn't even ask for it, and it's there. But like, you know, it's just uh, cute 'em ups are weird to me. <laughs> it's like I, I guess they made. I mean, Konami has made a shitload of like, you know, this and like uh, they made Gradius and Life Force and Salamander, and then they made Parodius, which is like those games, but everything's weird. They've made sexy Parodius, where you're like, you know, shooting sexy stuff. They make weird just versions like, didn't of Konami do Parodius. Say what? I was gonna say, didn't Konami do Parodius, where it's like, hey, we made a bunch of like classic shoot 'em ups. Let's make fun of them. Yeah. So you know, but it's like, okay, so in that one, you know what you're doing. It's it's Parodius. It's a parody of Gradius. But like Twin B is its own thing. And I'm just saying, like, you know, what's my motivation here? Like, is it you know, is it blow up houses? Is it shoot fruit? Is it collect? Is it shoot power ups out of the clouds? That's the thing. The first time I shot a cloud and something came out of it, I wasn't sure if I was supposed <laughs> to touch it. You know, and then eventually there's a boss battle. So it's just, you know, it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, uh, just needs a cutscene. I like just one. You're, you're describing, like, all these weird, wacky, ridiculous things going on in this game, and boss battle seems to be one of them. Yeah, well, you know, I'm just saying, who's the boss? Why am I killing him? What's going on? Am I the bad guy? Like, I'm playing, I'm playing this scrolling shooter, and all of a sudden, a larger enemy starts attacking me and flashing yellow and red when I shoot them. What the fuck? is this uh-huh twin b is the only you know one of these games where i've ever had that question <laughs> yeah so 
That's everything else. It's like, yeah, dude, I, I know what's going on here. Twin B, I, I don't know. I'm a little bit lost, but uh, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's old school. You really make me feel weird about how I go outside and shoot clouds all the time. Is that not something most people do? No, nah, man. I mean, you know, I do that all the time. Just sit there and just, you know, shoot them with your fingers. And But see, if you shot a cloud and something came flying out of it and was coming right at you, do you grab it? Uh, I, like yes. Airplane? Are you yeah. sure? It could be yeah. something bad. <laughs> like, yeah, it, might, it might be something. You ask so many more questions than I do. I just take things. Yeah. Like, it could be something bad, but it could be something good. How would you know if you didn't grab it? Right. When I find a rotisserie chicken on the ground, I eat it. It's <laughs> different between you and me, John. <laughs> you, know, you, you don't ask how the chicken was made. You just go for it. <laughs> but anyway, I, I've gone well over my uh, established time limit for myself of like three <laughs> minutes on Twinbee. Uh, I really wasn't anticipating having anything to say about this. You guys had to bring up, uh, you know, how it makes no sense and how I'm confused by games with no story. Thanks a lot for making me realize something about myself, fellas. <laughs> Jeez. Um, but yeah, it's fun. If you have a, if you have the Nintendo Switch Online service, you should play some Twinbee. Uh, and definitely pop a second controller off there and hand it to your wife and have, you know, have her play Twinbee for the first time because that was also fun and confusing for her. So, Do you uh, think a six-year-old would like it? Uh, yeah. It's remarkably simple. And uh, I think it would be a lot of fun for you guys to play together because you can kind of coach her through a scrolling shooter. And it's pretty fucking simple. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah, I'd say go for it. Um, so yeah, just be ready. Just be ready for when your kid starts asking you all those hard yeah. questions they're yeah. gonna have after Daddy, playing. Why did I blow up that minutes. person's house? I don't know, sweetheart. You have to. <laughs> it's the game. <laughs> yeah. I feel like she'd be all about blowing up someone's house. Yeah, exactly. Betsy, I will clear out the enemies in the sky. You focus on bombing those houses. We're going to twin B together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good. But anyway, fuck yeah. Uh, fucking twin B. <laughs> yeah. Way more than I expected to say about that. That was a long Final segment on twin B. <laughs> I didn't think I could talk that long about twin B. <laughs> I, I guess I early had time, John. Yeah. Anytime you give yourself three minutes, it's like thirty. Yeah, there, <laughs> there it went. Where does the time go, Johnny? Let's keep it going. Big Game three.
All right. So, this is our fan request for the evening. Uh, let me see. The uh, This one comes to us via our Discord channel. I'm just trying to see who placed this one, because there was a lot of discussion in that Discord channel for this episode. Um, yeah, I'm going to credit this one to Dire Crow, uh, <laughs> at Dire Hunch Crow on Twitter. Thank you very much for the request, Dire Crow. Um, and this one's a real tough one, guys. So, the staff... Uh, in the ending credits are named with parodies of many classic actors famous for their roles in horror films, and in one case, the original author of the novel, Dracula. I'm guessing everybody feels fantastic on that one. <laughs> yeah. So, so can you give that trivia one more time? Uh, amongst the John? credited, oh, okay, there goes. Uh, amongst the people credited in the uh, the you know parody ending credits, uh, Trans Fishers, Vram Stoker, James Banana, Christopher B, Bello Lugosi, and Boris Karloffis. Uh, the answer is of course Castlevania. It's a Konami hat trick. <laughs> Um, yeah, Castlevania, maybe you've heard of it, um, I don't know, there's not much to say about this one, we can move on. Game no, don't. I, <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> kidding, I was kidding. Uh, so, man, 
what a game Castlevania is. I, I figured somebody would have piped in by now and been like, oh yeah, it's my favorite game, or oh yeah, Belmont's and Smash, or uh, oh man, there's so much to say about Castlevania for the NES that hasn't been said before, right? I've, I've never I played am. Castlevania 1. What? What? Yeah. Yeah? Never? <laughs> never, okay, never um, once. I, I'm going to take this moment to quote a great modern 21st century philosopher, John Harrington. <clears throat> Okay, John, I'm gonna now officially kick you off the show. What the <laughs> fuck, man? Yeah, I'm gonna play a series of sounds to express my disgust with you having not played this game. How absurd! <laughs> That's ridiculous, John. How have we How? not had the air horn added into any of the, like, August Absurdity sounds? It comes up every now and then. Okay. <laughs> um... Man, John, what's the matter? Too scary for you? A little, yeah, it's too spooky. <laughs> it's, just, it's creepy and it's kooky. It's mysterious and spooky. I'd say all together, it's Oogie. The Bone um, family. That's the, crossover, that's the crossover we need to have. You know, we need to have Trevor Belmont Gross. show up and fuck up the Adams family. Oh, God. Yeah. He would just get so weirded out. Like, I would love that crossover. Like, gotta go into that castle. That's not a castle. That's just some weird old mansion. <laughs> oh, it's the Adams family's house. Ew, I don't want to be here. These people are weird. <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of weirdos. Uh, See ya. I haven't watched the Adams family in a long time. I kind of forgot that like their whole shtick is just like they're weird and macabre. Like I thought like. You know, they were, like, murderous or, like, you know, hypersexual or, you know, they're just any weird. of those things. It, they're not. They're just weird. That's why, <laughs> that is why the monsters are better, because they're actual <laughs> monsters, vampires, werewolves. They have a fucking dragon that lives under their freaking staircase. Yeah. Okay, now yeah. here's the real question. Um, who would win in a fight, not between the monsters and the Adams family, but between the monsters' pet dragon and the Adams family pet killer plant? Mm, the, well, I the think dragon we, can breathe fire, and fire will fuck up a plant. I think it's pretty yeah. clear the answer is Belmont would win. <laughs> like, well, yeah, yeah okay, Simon, sure. Simon Belmont would show up and fuck them both up. <laughs> like, uh, you know, can we get a Castlevania game where he's crossing into like classic horror movies and uh, the Adams Family and the Monsters? <laughs> like, that'd be pretty good, man. <laughs> like, you see, for a second, Freddy I thought Krueger. you were. For a I second, just I thought you were going to pause there, the dark John, universe. and just say, like, can we get a Castlevania game where, like, Simon Belmont was crossing over into classic horror? It's like, that's, that's what Castlevania is. Like, he's yeah, fighting but... Dracula and Frankenstein's monster and, like, the mummy. Like, that's the whole him, point. I want him literally in each movie. <laughs> like, Creatures of the Black Lagoon. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, eventually the monsters and, uh, and the Adams family. Uh, Tom Cruise. Oh, God, yes. Um, we need Adam yeah, Costello, say, like, meet Dracula, meet the Belmonts. Hey, fucks like up whole, the little shop of horrors plant. That whole Dark Universe concept could have just been like movie versions of Castlevania games. Yeah, would have been good. <laughs> I would have watched it. Which I think is weird because, like, okay, they tried bringing back the Universal Monsters with Van Helsing. They tried doing it again with the Dark Universe and all that. Like, how have you not made a Castlevania movie? Like, I take mean, all of your characters, put them together, and there's just a guy with a whip trying to fight them. There's your yeah. movie. I, f I mean, I figure they pretty much attempted that with Van Helsing. And it was like, man, 
They should have, you know, I think I would have liked this more if they would have called it Castlevania and just made a couple of tweaks. That movie's fucking super hot trash. Uh, <laughs> you know, fucking hot as the midday sun. But, uh, you know, it still would have been better if it was Castlevania instead of Van Helsing. Like, that, 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 that movie fucking sucks, but uh, it would have been pretty cool if it was just Castlevania. Because, you know, once uh, once that Netflix series came out, and it's like, oh, yeah, they could do, like, media adaptations of Castlevania. Like, why haven't they? They should do way more of these. Well, I mean, it's but. not... Even back in, like, the 30s and the 40s, like, the original Universal monster movies had, like, Dracula meeting Frankenstein and, like, the Wolfman showing up. Like, this is not new material like they've made these movies before right. all you need is one dude with a whip in the middle of it and call it castlevania yeah you just need to learn that all these people and monsters hate that belmont family like oh man those guys are just buzz kills like we're just trying to monster it up and they always show up with the whips and the skirts <laughs> and the holy water and just fuck our whole day up <laughs> the, mo- the movie opens it's a bunch of monsters they're doing the monster mash Bill <laughs> comes crashing in <laughs> already <laughs> i love fucks it. their party up through a stained glass window yeah exactly <laughs> just, just a bunch of monsters fucking crossbows, 50s style both hands <laughs> Just, just the idea of, like, Frankenstein's monster and Dracula using the term buzzkill makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, see, I like to picture all the monsters having a party. They're doing the mash. And then fucking, like, you know, Frankenstein's kind of grooving. He's, you know, just really in the moment. Then, you know, you just hear, like, ding dong, ding dong. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, oh, hold on, I'll get that. And he goes and he opens it up and it's Bell- It's somebody there. It's a hooded figure. He's got a case. Looks like a case of beers. It's like, oh, man, yeah, cool. Yeah, we're running low. And then he reveals that it's actually a case of holy water and it's Belmont. And he just like, ruins the whole party. It's <laughs> like, basically like a styrofoam cooler of holy water. Yeah, you open up the cooler and it's just those little bottles of holy water. It's like, oh, shit. He's Simon there Belmont, son. He's there because all the monsters are at this party and they've it's kidnapped just... Jimmy Carter and he's passed out on the couch. <laughs> I thought it's there to save Jimmy Carter. I thought uh. you were leaning into like a Hotel Transylvania crossover. See, I would also be in favor of that, but I don't want to watch those characters die. I love the Hotel Transylvania guys. Yeah. <laughs> They're all great. Uh, I couldn't, uh, you know, I wouldn't be able to watch it, man. If like fucking Belmont killed Blobby, I would just fucking, I would lose it. <laughs> like... <laughs> I can't deal with it. <laughs> the final boss is fucking Adam Sandler's Dracula. <laughs> oh God! Isn't uh, isn't Adam Sandler's Dracula father played by Mel Brooks? Yes, he is. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I I am not in favor of this. I do not want Simon Belmont to kill Mel Brooks. Well, have you have you not watched the Hotel Transylvania dead. movies? You should totally watch them. <laughs> I'm not. I've heard good things, but I haven't watched them. They are, I mean, I am unironically endorsing those movies. They are computer animated movies, but they're made by Jendi Tartakovsky. Uh, Ooh, so okay. he, I'm sold. he, you, I mean, seriously, you should watch him just for like how weird and like Dexter's lab he makes the animation in those movies. It's actually really fun to watch. <laughs> hmm. Uh, it's kind of a Sandler kids movie besides that, but like it's, uh, as somebody who appreciates cartoons, I think you would actually appreciate those movies more than you realize. <laughs> I'll have to check those out. You really should. They're great. <laughs>
Um, and actually, no, I mean, seriously, those, uh, now I just want to focus on why David hasn't watched Hotel Transylvania, because they're kind of <laughs> like his exact wheelhouse. <laughs> like, it's a Jenny Tartakovsky computer animated movie with a bunch of fucking, like, riffs on horror movie tropes. <laughs> like, uh, this is totally David's wheelhouse. <laughs> like, man, Stylized I don't know why I didn't recognize that Classic sir. monsters, Mel Brooks. I'm, I'm checking yeah, the list it's, and it's all your shit, man. Mm-hmm. See, I yeah. didn't know any of the shit was in this movie. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Adam Sandler's involved? I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah he's Kevin Dracula. James. <laughs> yeah, he's and Dracula. he doesn't say blah. <laughs> well, okay, so Kevin James Shemmy? does not sell this for me. No, no, exactly. <laughs> oh, Kevin James is in it? I'm not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, Adam Sandler's in it. Okay, so is Kevin James. So is Rob Schneider. So is, like... Go down the oh, list. Oh yeah, no, it's the it's the Sandler Rat Pack. I mean, it's uh, it's fucking Kevin James is Frankenstein. Steve Buscemi is the Wolfman. Uh, David Spade is the Invisible Man. Um, I don't remember who else. I can't is decide it. if this is making me want to see it more or less. It's more. It's kind of making me feel both. Yeah. Uh. I don't, uh, uh oh yeah. Yeah. The, the casting on the mummy changes throughout the movies. Uh, initially, it's CeeLo Green for some reason, and then they change it to Keegan Michael Key. Um, yeah, the movies are fucking fantastic. You really should watch them. <laughs> I think I will. Yeah, good. Which um, reminds so- me of how much I like the original Castlevania. Yeah, same here, man. It's uh, it's reminiscent of that. All the monsters are living in a hotel for some reason, and eventually they go on a cruise, and Simon Belmont comes to fuck it up. <laughs> so, I mean, seriously, right. what? Damn. Everyone's least favorite Castlevania enemy. Go. Hmm. Uh, what are the? You know. Hmm. Come on, I, Medusa head. Fucking Medusa I, head. I was, I was gonna, gonna say either that or the fishman. <laughs> I was gonna say my gut reaction is Medusa head, yes. but it might actually be the flea man. Because like Medusa heads have a pattern you can follow. Those flea men jump around and fuck you up. They they're, play bass and uh, yeah, with a sock on their dick. Yeah, and then they show up in Back to the Future parts two and three. Yeah. <laughs> and they voice that um wild kid yeah. in Wild Thornberry on uh, Nickelodeon. They put a and then they're in the big in bathtub. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. A they're They believe in nothing. <laughs> um, oh what? Those flea men? <laughs> oh shit! I didn't know that. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, we'll cut off your Johnson. Um, anyway, that God, doesn't happen in Castlevania. Castlevania got all over the place today. <laughs> it's appropriate. I mean, seriously, there's not a whole lot to say about Castlevania. It's a fucking classic. <laughs> Wicked Child's a fantastic song. Hell all yeah. the songs are fantastic songs. Hell yeah. And it's launched a long and storied franchise that Konami's never fucked up. Johnny, I think we should just keep it going to the next game, man. Game four.
Alright. So in this game, there is a secret ending. If you talk to a man atop a climbable wall in stage 3, he will offer you a chance to partake in the battle arena. Um, doing this will let you fight uh, three different bosses, and then after that, you get sucked in a time portal to the Mesozoic era and become king of the monkeys. So, how you guys feeling about this? Not great. excellent. John Not I great. saw Johnny whip up his answer pretty quick. Yeah, Susie said that too, man. Yeah, right, yeah so we up. got uh, David with TMNT Hyperstone Heist, incorrect. John with Castlevania Symphony of the Night, that's incorrect. And Johnny with Contra Hard Corps, which is correct. What? <laughs> Contra the Hardcore. Oh, yeah. Hold up. Contra the Hardcore lets you correct, beat the Monkey David? King? That's the oh. secret ending of the game. You thought the spread it's... gun was the coolest thing about this series. Well, I've got news for you. It's a uh, very bizarre ending. Uh, uh, indeed. It, it's, it's weird. I mean, this whole game is really uh, basically what your grandparents think video games are anyways. Because you got like a cybernetic wolfman, uh, a robot, a guy and a girl shooting a bunch of stuff, and Everything's exploding. There's aliens. And then you can fight uh, a disco robot with an afro who uses... Uh, that's where you hear the uh, Simon Belmont music. Okay, I was going to say, god damn it. I mean, like, after all that Castlevania talk and you brought back some Castlevania music, I'm like, well, this doesn't sound a thing like it should belong in Symphony of the Night, but hey, why not? Like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was thrown off because you were talking about, like, stage three, you go this, like, go to this and go back and become the Monkey King and everything. It's like, wait, there was a Ninja Turtles game on Genesis, and it definitely sounds like Genesis music. It's like, wasn't Hyperstone Heist based on Turtles in time? That could send you back in time, right? Sure. Yeah. Now, have we not established, I mean, I feel like this has been coming up an awful lot lately. 
Do we reuse games on this show? Only we try on, not to. I mean, unless there's like been Did a significant it? change, he said, defending choosing Hyrule Warriors Legends. Just checking, man. I mean, we have special episodes in which we reuse games, and I don't expect you guys to have an encyclopedic knowledge of everything that we've used. But we've definitely used Hyperstone uh, Heist and well, Turtles yeah, in yeah. Time. Come, come on, baby. How can you not? Anyway, um, so stop guessing games we've already used. I was going to say, was that an entire discretion just to prove that I was an <laughs> I idiot for so. picking that game? No, because I've been meaning to bring it up with Johnny and Jesse, too. I, f I finally felt the need to address <laughs> it in show. We only redo games on redo episodes. They're very special episodes. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm pissed that you guys don't have the encyclopedic knowledge of all the games that we've used, like I do. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, Contra Hardcore, I never played it because I don't own a Genesis, so uh, I'm going to chug a couple of beers. This game is pretty amazing. When Like, just, I don't know, Jesse, I love how from the get-go, like, you just, it, the game starts off, like, hard. Like, yeah, you just hard. come in, music's blasting, like, music's pounding, like, boom, 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 and you just, like, hardcore. Yeah. Very. Like, like, this it's not game, like you kill, you turn into a hard corpse. Oh. As soon as I start the game, because I'm terrible at it. Yeah, Contra games are easy to be terrible at. <laughs> it, what's crazy is in the Japanese version, you got a health bar. You can take three hits before you die. And in America, Whoa. they're like, fuck that shit. <laughs> oh, that is a literal Contra game changer. I can't even imagine being able to play Contra with three hits at my disposal. Like, that just doesn't happen. Like, you know, ooh, Contra is constant fear of death. You can't play it any other way. <laughs> And if I remember right, Jesse, I think I saw you do a video once on that secret ending, and it gets, it gets so weird because you climb that wall and you talk to you talk to this dude who looks like a like circus ringmaster from space. Yeah, you know, he's like got this crazy jacket and this top hat, and he's like, "Do you want to go into a tournament?" And you do, and then from there, the monsters are like these crazy screen filling bizarro things. Yeah. Like one is a disco robot, which is, has like a whip looking thing, and that's when Vampire Killer starts. And uh, he throws, yeah. like, pastries that explode into fish. Um, once you kill him, you fight a zombie dinosaur robot pushing a machine gun-toting carriage with a large slime monster inside. And then, after that, you <laughs> fight a brain robot which warps around the room. So wait, I'm sorry, zombie dinosaur robot? Yes. With, was that a baby carriage? Yes, uh, pushing a baby <laughs> carriage with a large slime that has a machine gun. Yeah, it was gets weird. Were they just doing Mad Libs? I guess, I mean, they were... <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> and, uh, if, I, if I remember right, when you win, you become King of the Monkeys. Like, it's just, like, <laughs> a, a still shot of you, and it just says, like, you've become King of the Monkeys. Like, it's... Well, like, yeah. there's monkeys really around you and stuff. You're on a throne, <laughs> and I think you get a wife, too. And then if you wait 15 minutes, it just says, not the end. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna fuck See, those monkeys. See, that's what threw me off. It's like, you know, there's a special ending where you become king of the monkeys. Like, okay, that could be a Ninja Turtles thing. Maybe a Castlevania thing. Contra Hardcore. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, no. Truly, uh... What Contra game has you as king like, of the monkeys? I mean, I, I like to imagine what? how they would adapt that for fucking Europe. If it was like Probotector Hardcore and a robot became king of the monkeys, then it's even more confusing. <laughs> like, Well, you could play as a robot. I, yeah, I know. So, it's, uh, huh? I didn't. You know, I don't know, man. It's this is uh, confusing to me. Uh, yeah. Fuck. 
But yeah, you just <laughs> like they, if I remember. When they make the Genesis Classic already. I want to play these games, man. I don't feel like pirating them or like uh, waiting for I don't know somebody to put them out on a Switch eShop. I want some Contra Hardcore in my life. Genesis, make a you know Sega, make a Genesis Classic. I demand it. There's you know, there's just weird uh, ones yeah, you can get at Walmart. Couple times. <laughs> I don't mean the ones you could buy at, like, Walgreens. There's a new HD <laughs> one, though, that, that plugs into uh, HDMI cables and stuff, so... Oh, is there now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool, because, yeah, I don't think I have the ports on my TV to support the, the Walgreens Genesis anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the hmm. App Games Genesis 3 model. Ugh, that thing's so ugly. Damn, man. You got me so pumped with that Castlevania song at the end. I was like, oh, cool. He picked another Castlevania game. So we're just going to get to talk about Hotel Transylvania some more. <laughs> well, I also made uh, in the tags, I uh, named it some other Castlevania game, hoping Johnny would try to cheat uh, and write a Castlevania game that doesn't exist. Damn. <laughs> you know, John, they're learning about their metadata. You know, One day, we won't be able to cheat at all on the show. <laughs> that is slick, Jesse. I didn't, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> he did oh, notice. He Googled bitch. it, and it wasn't a real thing. <laughs> cool, man. But, so, yeah. Uh, so, you're great at Contra Hardcore, and you've beaten it a number of times, right? I think Johnny has. Yeah, that's who I'm talking to, Johnny. I've never you know, gotten... You're mi- we call you Johnny Hardcore. <laughs> I've never gotten past that first level. It's, it's, yeah, that's, it's that nuts because you come like you come flying in like just immediately and you hit the ground running and there's shit flying at you like from the fucking get go. There is no like even in the original Contra like you can stand there and nothing happens for a while. Not in this one. Like it's just immediate. Just hail nice. bullets. Like fuck me. This is hard. I love it <laughs> so much. Like I love games like that. <laughs> I do like the idea that if uh, if you just don't move in Contra, everything's fine. Like, <laughs> yeah, just be careful though. That that first step though, the world starts going crazy. <laughs> like, but if you don't move, I mean, isn't that isn't that how the world itself works? Like, as long as you don't move or do anything, it's fine. But as soon as you get active, shit goes downhill. I suppose. I yeah, think it's that's the opposite. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as soon as you start becoming an active participant in society, uh, things get you know, better. Sh- yeah, exactly. Uh, get out there and vote, people. Are I know the election was last month. But <laughs> get right. out there and vote. Um, anyway, counter hardcore. hardcore. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. You know, Speaking the, of king I think of the monkeys, am I if right? You, if you're not careful, <laughs> you're going to end up oh. with the king of the monkeys. <laughs> like, uh, damn it. You don't elect a king um, of the monkeys. <laughs> the king of the monkeys elects you. Yeah, <laughs> king of the monkeys just fucking happens to you. It was the worst of times. <laughs> and so, uh, when in the when in hardcore do you shoot the tear gas over the border? No. Give me a career as a buccaneer, it's the life of a pirate. Oh, the life of a pirate. 
and served a spell. Fixing up the government and laws as well. Took over Washington, so we hear tell. And have a crack in the Liberty Bell. So this game is the third game in this series released for the Nintendo Wii, which is impressive because this game was released April 2nd, 2009, less than two and a half years into the Wii's lifespan. It's a world of laughter, a world of tears, it's a world of some answers <laughs> so, um, uh, John Regan has a, a drawing of a man with his penis out giving me the finger sadly incorrect although close Pretty big, uh, Jesse says DDR Hottest Party 3 sadly incorrect and John Harrington has Disney Disney Revolution which is close this is Dance Dance Revolution Disney Grooves for the Nintendo Wii. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Um, that's a uh, one correct thing. <sighs> hottest, hottest Dance Party also had three releases on the Wii. <laughs> Damn. David, did you not research the uh, the full catalog of DDR games for the no, Wii? No, I did. Um, How dare you, This sir? is the third Dance Dance Revolution game released for the Wii. Although, you know what? Uh, give Jesse a point, too. It's his birthday. Hey, get up, boys. 
Cool. <laughs> Extra point for Jesse, too. Um, David, what the hell is your problem? <laughs> okay, so um, here was my thought process. Um, when I created the theme, I thought to myself, you know, we haven't done, like, a company-wide thing in a while. <laughs> like, let's go with Konami. Konami's got a bunch of classic games. They did Castlevania, Metal Gear, etc. Like, there's a ton of great games. And then I pulled up a list of, like, Konami games, and I'm going through, like, arcade beat-em-ups and, like, weird, obscure NES games and everything. And then I got to, like, 1999. And basically, everything past that was Dance Dance Revolution. And, you know, everybody shits on Konami, because it's just, oh, all they do is make pachinko games. Ha ha ha. You know, Konami was, like, milking a single idea a while before that, and that idea was Dance Dance Revolution. Like... Yeah, I was going to say, you know, we all shut on them now for just making pachinko machines, but for a good 12 years, all they were doing was DDR games. And, so, you, know, you know... And I never shat on them, they just weren't my thing. Uh, I, and, but, you know, I, I like some DDR. I owned one, one of them, for the PS2. I bought the gamepad, I got made fun of, I stopped playing it. Um, I, had, I had kind of forgotten about, like, I knew rhythm games were a thing, but I had forgotten, like, how big of a thing they were. And then I started looking at all the DDR games like, God, there are so many of these. And then I came across the title of Dance Dance Revolution Disney Grooves. It's like, I gotta look this up. And I started listening to the soundtrack. And, you know, maybe it's just in my particular wheelhouse, but this soundtrack's kind of fucking great. Like, it's just weird dance techno versions of Disney songs. And one of the things that I love about this soundtrack and by all means, hate on me. This soundtrack, like, you have got bibbidi-bobbidi-boo, and, like, you can fly, and can you feel the love tonight? Like, you have classic Disney songs. No way. But there's some obscure-ass shit. Like, the Davy Crockett theme, the Enchanted Tiki Room. This soundtrack has a cover of The Streets of Gold from Oliver and Company. That's a deep fucking cut, man. Does it have, uh, does it have Everybody Wants to Be a Cat from the Aristocats? Yes. As a matter of fact, it does. Really? <laughs> oh, I thought I was kidding. I was going to say, like, I'd do some DDR to that one. Well, that's the thing. I was looking like, oh, they've got songs uh, from the Jungle Book, like, I Want to Be Like You and Bare Necessity, sure. And then it's got the ooh. Colonel's March from the Jungle Book. Like, who fucking remembers the elephant song from the Jungle Book? And who Everyone. let them? Who let them play? I want to be like you. After that movie came out, I mean, come on, man. That's <laughs> they. Uh, I thought they made it pretty clear that song was racist. Uh, but whatever. Um, so yeah, like um, I, I was not expecting to go last. Um, I motherfucker. No, I just I. This is why we need to plan the show. I, I I sat there and I looked up the soundtrack. Like, this soundtrack is fucking ridiculous. This needs to be on the show. So look forward to this soundtrack being added to GTT Radio, and look forward to me requesting it as often as possible. Do I have to? Um. We got a good thing going over there on that live stream. I'm telling you, there's, a, <laughs> I don't know. there's like a Dance Dance Revolution remix of the Enchanted Tiki Room. It's fucking great. Yeah, but there's... You know, I actually learned an interesting thing about the DDR Disney series recently. <laughs> Did um, you? 
<laughs> I yeah. So okay. So you know those you you know those um uh, pirate Nintendo game things like they look like the Nintendo sixty four controller. You plug them straight into your TV, right? You've seen oh, those. Yeah. Uh, Wait, they for, mall they have those for fucking DDR Raspberry yeah, Pis. Yeah, yeah. Here, okay. Here we go. So those NES unlicensed NES things. They started making enhancements to them to where they're like kind of a slightly upgraded NES. I can show more colors on the screen, stuff like that. And they started making Chinese bootleg games to like work on those. So somehow, and I still don't know how this happened, Konami got the license to make a plug-in TV game for Disney's uh, Dance Dance Revolution Disney Mix that they then sold at theme parks. So it's a officially licensed Disney product running on unlicensed Nintendo hardware made by Konami with NES mixes of Disney tunes, <laughs> and it's very bizarre. But I'm it was for sale at real Disney parks. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you know what it's called? I have to look out for that. That sounds fun. Yeah, uh, Dance Dance Evolution Disney Mix, like, plug-in game or TV games. Oh, okay. Something nice. like that. Now, David, is there a techno remix of Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Is, yeah. that, is, oh, no. is that what I'm it's, hearing it's, here? It's on the soundtrack. And that's why, like, I, I wanted to... Part of me really wanted to go with, like, tune? the the more obvious stuff. I was like, no, I, I gotta kind of, like, mess around everything. And then I found It's a Small World. It's like, that's fucking going on there. For sure. <sighs> Good lord. I kind of wish, like... Um... I'm not gonna lie, I kind of wish they made a new one of these just so they could incorporate, like, some more modern songs. Like, I would totally play DDR to uh, try everything from Zootopia. I know you would. But thank you. Yeah, that's nice playing Koi. You can go ahead and talk about Frozen. We know you want I mean, to. I had mentioned Zootopia, but, you know, if you want me to. I know, that's what I'm saying. I said you're playing Koi around your favorite fucking Disney movies, you know, Frozen. You know you want the fucking... No. Let it go techno remix. I was just saying, like, if they wanted to do remix of like more modern songs, I think they should. I mean, I while researching all these DDR games, apparently they made a DDR Disney Channel specifically about like songs from the live action Disney Channel shows. Oh Jesus! Like Cheetah Girls. Yeah, like Cheetah Girls, and I don't even recognize any of the other names on this, but it's a thing. So I, fellas, we really gotta get GTT gems going again, just so we can get back to shovelware corner, because this all stinks like serious shovelware. <laughs> yeah, Konami, DDR, Disney Channel fuck. mix, <laughs> like fuck everything about that. Um, <laughs> man, I I would once again Seriously, like to you know, s- let, let it go, Princey's like let it step remix. Like I know I mean, you're, I I know you're just like craving out of that. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> Wait for the bass drop. <laughs> Can you imagine like Eurobeat version of I've Got a Dream from Tangled? I'd fucking listen to it. Mm-hmm. I'm saying just every song from Frozen and Tangled set to the the same beat as uh, Heaven by DJ Sammy and David is. Not allowed to be on this stream anymore. His boner is showing. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, I would once again hmm. like to emphasize I was not anticipating to go last. Hey, yeah, that's fine, man. We got to... You gotta see me message like, don't play me last. <laughs> yeah, like, please, God, don't let this be the last song. <laughs> but, um, again, the, the main reason that I chose this was, number one, Konami made up. Fuck ton of DDR games. Number two, 
rhythm games were huge, and I feel like that's a trend most people have kind of forgotten about. And number three, maybe it's just me, but techno remixes of Disney songs. That soundtrack is up my alley. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, I've never seen anything more your alley. I thought we had you figured out, David, but then this came along, and nope, this is, uh, this is you, I was man. gonna say, it's like, so, as opposed uh, to the Hotel Transylvania, it's like, Getty Tedanovsky, like, animated monster movie. That's right up David's alley. Oh, hold my beer. Yeah, exactly. Hold on, let me spread my alley for you. <laughs> yeah, drink um, this alley out. Yeah. <laughs> so, interesting pick, man. And, uh, wow. What a, what a finish. Um, do we need to do a tiebreaker to settle the winner of this game? Or uh, are we just going no, to the, I... uh, the calculating pachinko machine? Going straight to the calculating pachinko machine. Calculating computer activated. What the heck? Scoring complete. This game's winner is... Jesse Moore. Wow. Yes. Who saw that coming? I didn't. Uh, happy birthday, Jesse. Thank you. Thank you for spending it making game that tune. I didn't oh, realize. Oh, of course. So I guess that means this year was the first time that we've ever had to make the show on Johnny's birthday, which means also it's the first year we've ever had to make the show on Jesse's birthday. I didn't realize your birthdays were exactly three weeks apart. Yeah. Uh, I don't didn't know. we do it on my birthday? Yeah. Too? So, was my birthday on a Wednesday? Yeah, I don't know, man. Remember you had a cupcake or something yeah. delivered to him? Yeah, oh, yeah. It, it, God damn it. Oh, yeah. So, it, you know, every few years, Game That Tune's going to be done on three out of the four host birthdays. That's that's great, man. I don't I don't want any celebration at all. It's good. Um, <laughs> no, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I can eat cookies anytime. I'm a, I'm a grown man who can buy his own cookies. So, uh, Jesse, you've won tonight's episode. What do you got in mind for a theme for uh, the next episode? Well, I was thinking since uh, there's a game coming out pretty soon that a lot of people are pretty excited about. Mm. I think it's the new Dance Dance Revolution Disney mix or whatever. I'm fucking hot. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, no. Is all uh, this music Smash leaking? Brothers people are getting game. banned from YouTube. It must be a new DDR game. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate is coming out on December 7th, I believe. And so I figured, why not we pick games that are featured in Smash Bros. So it's kind of a free play, because there's a lot of fucking games in that. It's, it's, uh, it's a Smash play. Yeah, Smash it's, play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's, uh, quite frankly, the theme that we have to do out of sake of timeliness. I almost, you know, we should, shit, we should just, like, declare December, like, Smash December or something, and just do a super smashing month. But no, we'll just start with, uh, we'll start with the next episode, see how it goes. So, yeah. Uh, so, do you want it to be just games featuring Smash Brothers characters? Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, if, if, if Smash Brothers, or no, if, you're, if they're, your game is uh, used in Smash Brothers in any way, you know, assist trophies, stickers. Okay, whoa, whoa. Characters. <laughs> stickers now. <laughs> now you're really getting into free play territory. I was, I was thinking yeah, playable that, characters, uh, that but here we go. That mode apparently has like a thousand different spirits in it. <laughs> Alright, it's a free play now. <laughs> well, I don't, I think like, um... I don't think you could pick like any of the Halo games. Uh, mm. 
<laughs> it's a it's a no Sony, no Microsoft free play. Uh, a game from a franchise hmm. featured in Smash Brothers. Yeah, Smash Play pretty well covers it. So yeah, uh, that's going to be a great episode because uh, man, I am just hot with anticipation for Smash Bros Ultimate. It's uh, yeah, it's getting late in the year, and I need it to come out so I can declare it my game of the year. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I need that game right now. <laughs> like, I've been, ha- I, you know, that it's been hanging on my bulletin board all year. Like, game of the year, Smash Bros. <laughs> and I need to just go back there and pluck it off and show it to everybody. <laughs> but uh, in the meantime, <laughs> excellent episode coming up. Thank you, everybody, for listening tonight. Uh, excellent. A uh, lot of fun. Thanks, everybody, watching along live with us. Uh, we're live every Wednesday night. Twitch.tv slash GameThatTune, YouTube.com slash GameThatTune, and Facebook.com slash GameThatTune. Find us there. Join us. Chat along with us. Uh, we love having you around. Uh, find us in podcast form on Wednesday mornings. We are in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out there. Thanks to our uh, requesters tonight. We uh, had a fantastic series of requests, mostly Castlevania. Uh, so thank you, Dire Crow, for saying Castlevania 1. Thank you, Damian Beckles, for emailing John and uh, forcing his zombies ate my neighbor's hand. Uh, and if you <laughs> want to send us your request, hit us up, gamethattune at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at gamethattune. Find us in our Discord channel. You can find the link at gamethattune.com. Hit us up there. Thank you to everybody that checks out patreon.com slash gamethattune. Uh, we're having a blast making stuff for that. We've got uh, we've got bonus shows over there. You know, one of these days we're going to hammer out a couple episodes of GTT Gems. But in the meantime, we got Game That Tune covered up. Uh, Jesse's newest episode features the uh, music of Mega Ran. We've got uh, mixtapes coming out. There's going to be a uh, I don't want to say a a flood of mixtapes related to Smash Bros Ultimate, but probably more than one. Uh, so be sure to check that out. And special thanks to our Patreon super fan tier producers Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, and Damian Beckles. You guys are all fantastic, and thank you for your support of the show. And uh, yeah, we are uh, always around, always looking to chat it up with you guys. Hit us up um, on Twitter. You can find me at jgangsta187. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at DFD Fleming. You can find John Regan on Twitter at JP Regan JR. And you can find Jesse Moore, the birthday boy, the big winner on Twitter at Big Sega underscore legend. Excellent. So, Jesse, what's the what's the bonus tune tonight? What are you taking us home with? So this song's going to check a whole lot of boxes. Konami, check. Uh, Smash Bros. related, check. Uh, just it's awesome, check. Uh, so basically the Megas released a new uh, mini album recently called uh, Skulls. And it has four songs on it. It has... Uh, Skull Man from uh, Mega Man 4 on there. Heard of it. They they cover a Cure song. They do Wicked Child. And then uh, tonight's bonus music, Vampire Killer, which oh. also features the vocal stylings of Amanda LaPrey. And she's pretty good, too. Fuck yeah, man. Let's smash it up. See you next nice. week, people.
Zombies Ate My Neighbors is copyright 1993 Konami and LucasArts. Twin B is copyright 1986 Konami. Castlevania is copyright 1987 Konami. Contra Hardcore is copyright 1994 Konami. Dance Dance Revolution Disney Grooves is copyright 2009 Konami and Disney Interactive Studios. Uh, I feel like we should have a sound for that logo, but maybe, maybe we don't. Uh, Johnny, anything? That's the Konami logo, all right. Uh, I, yeah. and I, oh, wait a second. Yeah, I... <laughs> I forgot Jesse uploaded this. I even Jesus. told you before the show. Hey, look at that. <laughs> That's going to be a fun edit. So, this is the third game in this series released for the Nintendo Wii, which is impressive because this game was released on April 2nd, 2000. Uh, 18, which is less than two and a half years after the Wii was released. So in less than two and a half years, there were three games in this series released for the Wii. You definitely just said 2018. I'm sorry, 2019. That's next year. (laughs) That's the future. 2009. God damn. <laughs> Holy crap, dude! Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> you just my head was starting to fucking implode in on itself. I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> All right, here we go. Should I should I redo How the trivia? Fresh take? <laughs> yeah. 